What's that? What's that? smells good. Mm. I wondered why you were kneeling down for. Welcome to episode <laughs> twenty-seven point four of Meathead Chatter. <laughs> hey Preston. Yeah. What's grosser than gross? What? When a midget tells you your hair smells good. Oh man, dude, that's not a good word. You can't say midget. It's little person. When a little person tells you, tells you. <laughs> Welcome to episode thirty-one of the Meathead Chatter. I hope you enjoyed uh, political meatheads. Episode Last 30. Episode, episode 30. Um, but now we're uh, going to talk about the Arnold. We are. This is a. This is probably going to be Arnold exclusive because there is some holy shit stuff that happened within competitors um, that I saw on Facebook. Because you got to go. I didn't get to so, go. I had to, uh, so I had to cancel some plans or I had some full, stuff come up. Full disclosure on my... What was your... My, my Arnold experience this year. So I've in the past I've done like Thursday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. I've done Friday Saturday. Mm-hmm. I've done Saturday is just such a shit show. I just, There's too many fucking people. I'm man. old enough. I just don't want to do it ever again. Uh, it, the strongman is always so crowded. Even if you're yes. there, you can't really see anything. So I'm as far as like events. I'll do. I'll look. I'll watch some of the stuff in like the the causeway there. Mm-hmm. But I try not to like. Unless it's real convenient, like the Highland Games or something, because it's not real. Uh, the Highland Games like, also, unless they changed it when I went there, they had bleachers to sit yep. my fucking happy ass. The in. amateur strongman had bleachers this year too, what? and it was pretty pretty epic. Um, but I, so my Arnold experience this year, uh, my buddy John North coaches a bunch of weightlifters and nutrition for a bunch of them. I've mm-hmm. known him for years and years and years. I've talked about him on the podcast before. Actually, brought my podcast shit. Thinking we were going to podcast with him. Oh yeah! And, like we just got to too much. There's just around so much. much. Yeah, so I mean, fuck. I saw you. What'd you pull? Six oh five. Yeah. So, just like randomly pulled six oh five or some shit. So they had a they had an Airbnb. Uh, so we crashed there Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Played some apples and apples to apples. Oh, great game! <laughs> great I love game. that game. Um, and uh, he had a bunch of lifters. Now the weightlifting was actually. Not at the main convention center. Oh, it was, really? It's basically like if you went to Indianapolis here, you, we have like the convention center, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how you have the state fairgrounds that's close but not that close? Yeah, sure. It's, it's kind of – it's within 30 minutes. Basically the same format okay. there, right? So they had basically the, the top-tier weightlifters, like Olympic lifters, at the Arnold in in there, but everyone else – was like on like a platform big area back there. It was a cool venue. There was a lot of heat initially when they announced it because it was after it was too late to get your refunds for shit. Um, So people were a little pissed, but it ended up up being a pretty cool experience. Um, So we had lifters. We had two lifters in the first session Friday morning that started at 8. And they do do two-hour weigh-ins for weightlifting. Mm -hmm. Um, So we we went over with them at 6. So they could weigh in, and then we went into the training hall area and just started lifting. You're supposed to be a registered athlete. I wasn't, but <laughs> I just went back there with them, and and it was early enough. It wasn't like really staffed right. up, and they weren't really checking shit anyway. Um, so we just yeah, we had the people who were like lifting the next day or just there to like hang out. We all like trained, had a like a pretty fun like max out session. I was slated to do. Mike had me working up to like a heavy snatch and to like somewhere between six and six thirty five on deadlifts okay. that day anyway. So or that week. So I just saved it for Friday morning. But yeah, it was fun. I deadlifted on an Alanco bar. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think of the knurling on those things? So it's weird. It's uh it is many more little tiny mountains yeah. than than other bars. But they're all very sharp, so it's yeah, a, that's it's, it's that's a how very, they um that's how they market it. Is it? There's more like um, it's very sticky. Is what yeah. it feels like, right? I, I will, I've always wanted to very like sticky cheese gratery lift because remember when before Fearless moved, um, there was that one fucker who was storing his Alenco bar there. Yeah, and, and I like up. legitimately went up there and said, "Hey, can I feel the knurling?" Yeah. And he looked it's at me like I was a fucking crazy person, but. That's how I know I'm a serious yeah. lifter and he's not because he doesn't get like he, he knurling differences. He bought an Alenco bar, but he's not a serious lifter. Well, I mean, he's I mean, he's good. He's a right. really good ollie lifter, but like he doesn't understand like knurling and the, like good. some of the stuff. Um, but yeah, I was curious. Yeah, so it was good. I ended up uh, snatching uh, ninety kilos of one ninety eight. Yep, and then I ended up uh, deadlifting two seventy five, which is six oh five. Uh, pretty, pretty, and, and it moved pretty good. Yeah, uh, my pretty opener fast. was five fifty. So Mike was like, "Hey, you haven't sent me your openers. I haven't really seen any of your training. Um, let me know what stuff looks like." And I was like, oh, "Okay, so I'll hit my opener, and then I'll hit that top one." And 
he was like, hey, you know neither of those deadlifts would have counted, right? And I'm yeah, like, yeah, because you were on a Olympic bar with <laughs> fucking all the weights all the way out. He goes, he goes, do you know why? He he goes, none of those would have gotten green lights. Do you know why? And I was like, soft hips. I was like, because they give white lights. <laughs> I was like, and because I dropped it. He's like, yeah, because you dropped it. <laughs> oh, I thought it was soft hips. It looked I was like, like soft tips I was on like, I know. He's, he's like, just don't. He was like, just don't drop it in competition. I was like, I know, man. But I was hanging out with a bunch of Olympic lifters. They were slamming bars and shit. There was bumper plates. I, c- I couldn't not drop it at least. <laughs> he's like, I get it. Yeah, that um, was. That's a, I mean, I saw that and I was jealous. Yeah, I moved. It pretty, looked fun. It moved pretty good, and it's it's just a good training atmosphere there, like a pretty hype training session. So, um, but yeah, he had uh, he had twenty two people lifting at that over the weekend. Go go, John. Yeah. Uh, so it was fun. I watched two of them uh, lift in the morning, and then the expo center for visitors or whatever opened at like ten. Okay. So Ellen was still sleeping at the Airbnb. So I just drove back. <laughs> I grabbed her. We went to the uh, to the convention center, and we parked at the parking garage that's like literally across the street from yeah. the convention center. It's only twenty bucks. Ugh, paying for parking—that's about. That's but not it's bad. like it's like we walked like half a block and we were in there. Right. It was awesome. Um, and the Airbnb was like super cheap, so it was it was just a good time. But so my Arnold experience was: we hung out Thursday night at an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Airbnb. I lifted and watched the morning session for weightlifting, and then we were gone by like 1 p.m. Oh, really? Yeah. What do you think of the expo? So I was th- talking about this earlier. I can't. So people were like, was it lighter? Because people were pissed because it wasn't happening the last couple of years or whatever. There were a bunch of vendors that were pretty big vendors missing. So that's what I was curious. So there was a, there's a couple variables that Animal I'm curious about. Not there. Interesting. So do you remember that? So I was talking to Hannah about this on Friday because I had a lot of stuff I have to ask because remember Arnold left a sour taste in a lot of people. Um, I think right. epi- like one of our earlier episodes, I remember we talked about this. The, he didn't care about your rights thing? Yes. And so I was wondering, were we going to see repercussions for that? Um, and then there were some big shakeups in the nutrition supplement industry like about a month before the with Arnold. The, with the Redcon guy. With Redcon 1 owner and uh, Blackstone Labs owner are both in jail. For selling drugs or so whatever the fuck they I went to jail for. I did not see Redcon there. Redcon one, if I remember correctly, and used we, to have the biggest. And we booth. went, we went to all of them. Like oh it was, really? So I, I, love, I think Rain is the biggest. now. I love Friday morning because you can go and and it's not none of like the big competitions are happening yet. A lot of people are still at work, and it's it's. I mean, there was people. It was it wasn't like empty, but it felt like. A well-attended trade show. Yes. Not shoulder-to-shoulder fucking crazy. I wasn't touching people the whole time I was in there. Um, I got to watch a little bit of the Amateur Strongman. We watched a little bit of the Highland Games. Um, We we went to literally, we went up and down every aisle and visited every booth. I got those zone smelling salts. How about those, buddy? Dude, those are so strong. Like, I am a, I'm pretty goddamn picky when it comes to my ammonia. Like, I put my fucking nose in the thing. Like I really do. Like I, I warned you. Saw was, your video, I, and I'm like, okay, his eyes are red. He's clearly not fucking around. So I like, yeah, I was took like, I was like, baby this is sniff. Strong. I took a baby sniff, which means, and I'm like, that's a PR deadlift number, dude. Like, it, is it is so aggressive. strong, and I'm stoked. I'm going to be buying some of that, actually. Yeah. You hear that? Zone smelling salts? Um, Hit your boy up. They started following me because oh, I they? tagged them and stuff. Um, I have, you know, because I used to be a big fan of... Skull Smash? Skull Smash. I feel like it's weak. Um, And I, you know what? That that double barrel lasted all of like three weeks for me. That's because the... Oh, well, the double barrel is okay, but I have um I haven't used ammonia in a very long time, though. I haven't used ammonia since November, and when we were fucking around on that little deadlift right. day, like because caps used to be cheap back then. Now they're and I, I well, and I just have no desire to use ammonia. Yeah. I'm like I'm not hit, chasing not big numbers. Well, right and now. even if I yeah. was, um, the way Chris programs, you'll never hit a big number well, <laughs> until and, it's meat time. And, and even if it number. was necessary, I just have come to the position where if I need ammonia to hit 90 percent, I have a problem. Hey, it's a ma- it's not a matter of needing it. It's a it's a matter of it's party time, right? But 
I mean, truthfully, if I can't hit my 80% or yes. my 90% without ammonia, it's not my 80 or 90%. That's true. Um, like, really. And, and in my opinion, if I need pre-workout to hit my 80 or 90%, it's not my 90% or right. 80%. Um, I know for a fucking fact, on any given day, I can go up and pull 600 sumo. Warm right. or not, because that Saturday. Right. Hannah, please don't get mad at me because she listens to all of our podcasts. <laughs> that sorry, Saturday girl. when I pulled, what was it, 615 or something? For what? That sumo, when, mm, that Saturday yep, morning, yep. I had been awake for maybe 45 minutes. Maybe right. 45 minutes. Like, I literally got to Fearless that morning. I had rolled off the couch because I kind of, I got up at like 6 o'clock in the morning because my body's a dick. And I right. go, and I'll like throw Family Guy on so I sleep on the couch so I don't wake Hannah up. So my alarm went off and it is like 8.40. I'm like, all right, cool. It's game time. I literally get up. Walk over to my pantry, grab a bagel, and I... I don't even think I drank a protein shake. I literally <laughs> grab the bagel and drive out the door. And, like, I am sipping on my pre-workout as we're warming up and doing right. stuff. And I'm eating my bagel. Like, I, I wasn't even very awake very long because I take a long time to warm up. You right. don't. And I missed it. Um, and I probably honestly would have gotten it. Well, and you like, because you were pulling conventional. Well, and I probably would have... And I didn't try to pull it. I like yeah. felt tightness in my ass and I was and like, like well, the I'm muscles good. were, were cold. Yeah. And then I was like, nope, I got to do this. I got to do this. And I, I had a little bit of a technical breakdown, but I pulled in chucks and I don't pull in chucks right. anymore. So my foot slipped, but like, it definitely still wasn't ideal meat conditions. Well, and I still with nothing yeah. in me pulled it, you know? And, and so, you know, what was it? 600. That's well, I don't know what 600 is percentage wise of 700. Uh, da, 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 da. is that seventy? It's probably seventy percent. No way. It's higher than that. I think it is. We'll we'll put, pull yeah. in the math calculator. But anyway, 85? back back to the Arnold and um. So so math right now, big uh big name companies that you saw there. So they or didn't see so, there the Arnold or Animal wasn't there. Animal wasn't there, and they kind of already said they were doing that because they just didn't like being jerked around by the Arnold. Eighty five percent. Eighty five. I said eighty five percent off the top that's of my actually, head. I'm kind of yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, anyway, so Animal wasn't there. Redcon wasn't, wasn't there. there. Redcon wasn't there, but that was probably because, like, they're fucking... They're, like, know. scrambling right now. <laughs> um, they had a lot of people run away from them when that happened. Yes. Um, you know what was interesting? So Bang wasn't there. Rain had a lot of sponsorships going on, but I don't think they had a booth. Really? No booth. You know who the big energy drink booth was? Rep. Nope. Re- not re- not Or not Ray's. Mm-mm. Like I'm talking like the big, like you remember how Bang used to roll deep? And go yeah, and they crazy? were like fucking crazy. I'm trying to think. Uh, Ghost was nope. it? Ghost Alani New? Nope. Um, you're never gonna guess it because it makes no sense. Mountain Dew Celsius. I was gonna say Celsius too. So, so, so that's Celsius, a that's a CrossFit drink though. So it, or it's it's CrossFit adjacent or it, whatever. Yeah, so, but it's. To me, that brand never like it's just chilling in Walmart. Like mm-hmm. it never seemed, it, it never seemed like one of those like ah, let's have a party. Like Do you like know what Celsius has were? in it that everybody else doesn't have in it and what? is awesome, or at least it used to. Carnitine, ooh, endurance. Yes. Um, but yeah, they had like a big ass booth. They had like a party deck up top. Like it, I was like, this is weird. <laughs> was Kabuki um, there? Uh, yes, they were there. Um, you know who was, so with the absence of the animal cage, there was a big hole in everyone's heart as far as like lifting parties. There was a, um, yeah, but there Strength was a Co. couple big people doing some fun stuff there. Strength Co. was as close to the animal cage as you could be. I mean, it wasn't the animal cage. I well, don't want to say it's the same level. I, I'm sorry, but the animal cage is just its own. It, but. Like, I mean, you are literally. They had like, they had like people coming cage. over and like pulling 800 and shit. Oh, really? Reps. Like, they had, they had a dude come by and pull in his fucking Speedo and like a. a oh, in a crop top. John, I know exactly who you're John, talking about. I forget his name. Because uh, um, Jessica Butner. He's sponsored by the Massonomics guys. Because, yeah, because Jessica Butner was there. I know exactly where yep. it was. And she pulled 315 for 30. Yep. So and pulled, I'm like, all right, fuck you. He pulled six seven seventy five for six, and it looked pretty easy. Um, uh, God, I can't think of the guy. He's a two twenty powerlifter, elite powerlifter, black guy, uh, young guy. Uh, he pulled eight hundred. Oh, really? He, he went like 
Six seventy five, seven, seven fifty five, eight hundred. So here's my thing like about there the some cage. monster poles. So think about you remember when the cage, the the twenty eighteen the animal cage. I think that was when Steffi Cohn mm-hmm. had that big five forty five, five eighty five. And Dan list. Green pulled nine. And Dan Green pulled nine beltless. Okay, so that was the year I met Dan Green. Oh really? So think about like the skill level and the amount of pounds that were moved by ath- the elite or the international athlete or the international elite people in powerlifting and like what their totals were compared to what the totals are now of the international elite. Totals. Right. Like it's there are sick, so dude. many people that are pulling above 800 pounds at like a 200 pound weight class or even a 220 nuts, class. Dude. Like the strength level, I would say the gap has the rich got richer, baby? The sh- has shortened <laughs> from a sense that like the top hundred to the top ten are super competitive now. Whereas back then, I don't think it was. Right. I think there was a bigger That's gap. True. Whereas now that that gap has shrunk. So you're saying the middle class went up? Yeah, the middle class got better, and like <laughs> the upper class just, and then the upper class just fucking just said, "Dude, you are not even in so the it, same world." So it's kind of like a trickle down economic situation. Yeah. Right. Um, but and I talk to Hannah about this all the time, you know, because I, in my opinion, I'm getting to that point where I am. I have an elite total. Um, and so I'm getting to the point where I can't I should or I expect to be in the top five of all means I go to no right. matter what I do. Yeah, regardless of weight class. Um, like I expect to be pretty high up there. Even the fucking meet I did in Ohio, I still was like a couple Wilkes points from winning best lifter. Right. Had I pulled 660 or that 673 that I missed, I would have won. Be- I, there's a very good chance I would have won best lifter. Right. And I was 198, and I didn't have the best squat or bench performance. But because of body weight and Wilkes or right. dots, whatever the hell we were using, I did okay, and it was competitive. Um, do I have a 500 Wilkes? No. But I'm close. And a 500 Wilkes for me is, I think, 1,800-pound total. Um, which is disappointing, but why is it disappointing? Because it's just I want a five hundred pound Wilkes. Um, but yeah, but like you're not even thirty yet, dude. Right. So like, like, <laughs> like yeah, I, I expect over, to win, I'm but I don't here. expect I am. I would I'm put myself. Here, I'm over here trying to hold on to like a seventeen hundred plus total. I would. Um, I would say I have left the lower class of powerlifting and joined the middle class, and I'm close to you know I'm rising up and I'm flirting with some numbers. Um, you know, we just pulled, uh, I just pulled 562. 560, 562. Something like that. I um, think that's what you said on Instagram. Yeah, I didn't put a weight on Instagram. I haven't put a weight on Instagram in a long time. Don't care. Um, those are, I mean, that's kind of accountability. I was pretty stoked about it. And then Hannah said, no, you've pulled that, you know, for three singles. But those look better. And then she pulled up my best pull, my, those three singles we were talking about. It was 20 kilos less. Oh, damn. Or 15 kilos less. So, like, so I had a, great. like a 30-plus pound PR. I didn't even know about it. You didn't it. even know about it because no. you're looking at the, the all-times. Well, and, like, well, well, and, and so I'm well, and I'm just working with Chris. So I talked to Chris because right. we, we maxed out and we tested. Originally, I was going for two. I was going to deadlift two heavy times. I think we ended up doing four total heavy deadlifts. And I texted him and I said, do you want me to go again after that five or five sixty two or whatever? And I said, because I have more, but I am fine with stopping here. Yeah, you're like, I don't need. I don't. I've learned that I don't need to test it. Like, and because w- what I am, I am a sumo polar. Now we can chase and grow my my conventional, but they're, it's not even in the same world right, right now. Right, right. So it would take a year of just conventional polling and lots of work, um, or. Let's feed, you know, work on that weak spot, you know, which is sometimes my lockout. And yeah, I agree. That's your um, spot for sure. And then we'll, we'll, we'll address the sumo issue. Well, what is my current worst part of my deadlift right now? Off the ground. On conventional or sumo? Either one. Yeah, okay. I am slow as fuck off the ground. Like when I missed that 540 or 550 deadlift at Fearless, watch the video again. I locked it out. And then I I locked it out. You see my face smirk. I lost focus, locked it out, and the hook grip let go. Uh, like because I because I get to my knees and the bar speed accelerates. 
And if I don't have my hook set, we're screwed. There, that bar is going to whip right out of my hands as soon as I lock it yeah, out. I'm so over hook grip. Um, right, I love it. I, I really love it. Um, that just, 572 was a hook grip pull, I, and it was like fucking sexy. I could have I, I could have held that forever. I just I I feel like for me setting up on deadlift and being technical ruins my ability to deadlift. Yes, if you I'm, think I'm about it. I'm definitely like a grab it and fucking go deadlifter. Well, and so am I. And I have tried my hardest to be like, pull the slack out of the bar, set your hook. Like I've, I've done, I've spent so much time mm-hmm. trying to be a technical deadlifter and it's like the worst deadlifts of my life. Right. I am consistent. My deadlift I, that, technique that, that becomes link. consistent when I break it down and I become technical. Oh, I, otherwise I, I'm never doing it again. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm a grip and rip from now on. I don't give a fuck. Um, speaking of grip and rip and hook grip and stuff, I do not hold a candle to the girl. I sent you a video of, um, who picked up the Denny stones at a hundred. Oh pounds. dude. Uh, so Heather, the Denny stone, she's from the UK. Girl, yeah. Um, so the Denny stones are about like seven sixty or seven twenty, like over 700 pounds. Yep. Did you watch the full video? Or just the video I sent you? I've, I watched it on a number of different accounts. Okay. So the full video is like six minutes long or five minutes oh, long. I didn't watch that. Did you know she that was her third attempt at those? No. Nice. So she attempted it three times. The first time was with straps, and she couldn't get the straps to set. So she took them off, took off her, her uh, and then she just chalked up and tried to do it with hook grip. And she couldn't pull it. It slipped out. It broke her hook. So she took the um, tape around her thumb off and did hook grip again. She, at 140-some pounds, picked up the Denny Stones. 10 or 20 years ago, the number of people who had successfully picked up the Denny Stones in the world was very small. Well, and I think only, I can't remember if it's only like two or three other women have picked them up. Uh Uh-huh. And And she's the lightest. And I watched the, uh, the, the women compete and pick up the Denny stones. And there were a lot of women who were fucking jacked and couldn't do it. So it's a testament and shout out to, I wish I could remember her name. We will tag her or I think we should tag her because you know what? I am a big fan of, you know, watching women do freak things. Like I love watching my girlfriend deadlift and watching my girlfriend lift because I like watching my fiance do freak things too. (laughs) Because it, it, it is so impressive to me and it is, it, it's an attractive. Yeah, we were talking about her today. It's was, attractive was, to with, me how hard she. I was can with work. Kate and like, dude, she, she Hannah was she a will, freaking monster today. She will work. It was she, yeah, she was doing her split squat drop set. I think she will work. She was doing like farmer carries and shit. Yeah, she I think, came in like wheezing. I'm like, you are a badass. Bitch. Like like <laughs> she there are like I will I will pass out. I will throw up in lifting. She will out train me. Yeah, she like, is. She there is, are a, she is one of the hardest like when workers when I've when ever seen, rubber sure. meets the road, um, and I I talked shit to Jake um, that day. I did five eighty. I did five plates on the belt squat. I was just talking shit like the entire time to myself. I'm like, I'm not gonna get fucking trained by a ranger. I finished my entire squat workout in forty five minutes, <laughs> and I sent it to I sent Jake my picture of me throwing up. I threw up all over the ground outside, and I sent him. I said, I raise your semi pass out to one full on puke session. Um, because rubber meets the road. Like if Jake and I are competing, I don't like to get out competed. You know that old uh, um, Will Smith some motivational speech or whatever, where he's like, "If I get on a treadmill and I'm racing someone, I will die before I get off and get beat." Like he like because I don't I like to. You've yeah. never heard him talk like that. Say well, that. I mean, I've heard some of his motivational speeches where it's, he's like that. Yeah, like it is. I mean, but that's like my motor. Right. And I told Jake, I said, "Dude." Because we were doing a farmer's carry and uh, a uh, yoke walk medley. Oof. Dude, first of all, fucking yoke walk with those uh, yoke straps. Really hard. So hard with the straps. The straps are so hard. I couldn't walk straight. And, like, I took long strides. So I, and because I'd never done a yoke at all. Yeah. Um, But I could do it. A normal yoke is so much more friendly. Yeah. Um, So I did my down and backs and everything. And I told Jake, because my grip failed me. On my farmer's walk, which was like two fifty in each hand, it's not bad. Yeah, and it failed me, and he got it. And I, I told him, I said, Jake, you know that if you had yelled at me like my like a drill sergeant, I would have been fine. I would have fucking finished. 
I said, because I am that person. This is the same guy that just said if if you need pre-workout to hit 80% or nose torque, then it ain't your 80%. Preston, if you need someone to yell at you to hold on to a damn set of Ooh. farmer's handles, then uh, you're not strong to hold on to those fucking farmer handles. Oh, wow. Ouch, no, I'm but, sorry. I didn't no, mean to cut no, that deep. No, that's a good, I mean, it's a good point, but... Um, but there, yeah, there's, I, I can I find it. another it gear when I have like someone yeah. screaming at me, I can find another gear. Yep. And it, 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 the only way I can find that gear is I have to have, and every once in a while, like the day where I was pissed off and I just finished my squat workout. I, that was, I found that I'm other gear. I'm glad you're getting out of this fucking job because holy man, shit, I'm yeah, ready oh, for you to so, not be pissed. Yeah. It's affecting me mentally, but, um, like I can find that gear. I remember after my first powerlifting meet, um, I threw up. After every, almost every workout session, because <laughs> there was, um, and I told you about this. He's the one that picked, he was our Uber driver that one time we went out to the bars yeah, in yeah, Indy. Yeah. Um, uh, Zach. Ryan, Zach, Zach, sorry, Ryan, Ryan, Zach. I can't, Jesus Christ, please don't butcher me. Um, anyway, it's okay. They don't know which, which person they are, so right. they don't even know who, anyway, to, who to be mad at. Well, um, so that I, I did horrible. I think I did, I did I like third place in my weight class, the junior weight class. And he like was a weight class lower than me, and he outlifted me. And all I did was I just thought of him, got pissed off, and I worked out hard. Um, so I can find it. I haven't been able to like dial in and focus on my training like that in a very long time. You're doing worlds, yeah. Um, so I've got to talk to Hannah about it about worlds. We don't want to go to Al. They're not in fucking Alabama. It's on the Gulf Coast. Oh, is it on the Gulf Coast? Orange oh. Beach, Alabama. Oh, I don't know where the hell that is. It's on the Gulf of Mexico. Oh. On the fucking beach. Oh, maybe we will. We need a vacation. She wants to go to Montana. Why? We want to go to the Glacier National Forest. Oh, that is a really good park. Right. Uh, if you go north into Canada. Minus, guess what? You cannot really take on there, and that's why we're not going there anymore. Dogs. Uh, I we can't take our dogs hiking. Dogs. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's a. They're like our little fucking children now. We oh plan God. our life around these goddamn dogs. Which, which is, I love dogs. I had dogs growing up. I right. had dogs previously as an adult. Well, you got like eight cats and, now. And but, you fucking crazy cat person. <laughs> you guys have so, gone from two cats, but so two yeah, cats dogs, to dogs, a third one that you were going to foster, adopted it, dogs and then are, you continuously but, get foster but, ones. But dogs are like toddlers that never grow up, and you always have to take care of. <sighs> Eight cats is like equivalent to one dog. Yeah, as long but, as you clean the litter and your house doesn't smell like death. Which, yeah. which, come on, my house smells fine. Your house doesn't smell like yeah. cat, which is shocking considering how many well, so, fucking so cats we you have, guys have. Uh, this this is a perfect lead into the next segment of our show. <laughs> so we have um, three cats that are ours that are permanent cats. Mm-hmm. Here we got Lucy, little ginger cat. Yep, uh, and then we got two tabbies, Mo and Emma, little little gray stripey fuckers those aren't tabbies i thought i don't even know emma is a tabby emma is a tabby so is mo no not emma um the other one the orange one that's a tabby that's that's an orange tabby whatever wait (laughs) i i'm pretty sure nobody fucking cares what kind of bridge everyone cares about my cats man um (laughs) and then we have a foster we usually do like one at a time um Yoda, who's a fucking he's super cuddly but if you accidentally bump into him he won't attack you until you turn your back. Oh, really? And then he'll fucking get you. And it's like vindictive as shit. He's I like a little, love him. He's like a little assassin. I, w- I, I kind of want to take him home now. I'm, He'd fuck up he, my dog. I was going to say, he does not like other animals. Bowie would like mess great, with him one he's, time. He's great with people, but he sucks with animals. <laughs> so he'd be a great cat for someone if you're listening and you want a cat. He's, he's super cuddly and cool. He just has that weird murdery quirk every now and then if you accidentally <laughs> bump into him. And I'm, like, annoyed because he, when he bumps into me, I'm like, motherfucker, you knew I was walking. I bet if I was like, oh, sorry, buddy, he'd be cool. But right. uh, we're both dicks. So <laughs> so if you're not a dick and you don't have other animals, he's an amazing cat. Um, but we have these other two. We only have them for two weeks, though. Yeah, how'd you guys um, get that? You, like, went from, like, one foster cat to two. We got three right now, three foster cats right now. There's well, two. Or, right yeah, so I'm at one foster cat. Yeah. You added two more. Um, so they just really needed uh, the f- people that were fostering them before. Mm-hmm were like moving or something oh. and in two weeks the spots open up in, at the cat cafe okay here in town so they just needed someone to have them for two weeks so that that was us um so temporarily but then we'll typically just have one foster and then our okay cats. um but the whole point of that super intriguing cat conversation that i know everyone loved um 
is that so we're looking at moving into a new house at some point. Oh, really? It's going to be in town here somewhere, but the main drive is I want a bigger home gym. Right now, I'm taking Ooh. up like the whole two car garage. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty it's pretty posh. It's pretty badass for a garage. Which is great. Gym. You just put some new lighting in there. Yep. I just it's all about that natty lighting, man. Dude, that the, the lighting get, is you need to get some mirrors so now. Much better. We have one mirror at, at the one of the squat racks. Oh yeah. Um, do, you, do do you do you ever catch Ellen doing some poses in it? No, she's oh. not a bodybuilder, man. I watch yeah. her squatting it all day, though. Um, you nasty. Mm-hmm. I'll do some poses in it. Perfect. I actually almost hit you up the other day to train, but you were in uh, uh, on Thursday. I was going to hit you up to come uh, train in your garage, but you're in you're in Ar- at the Arnold because I have to do dumbbell bench now. Oh, gotcha. And our dumbbells only go up to 100. Mine, Dude, go, to, mine go to 167, baby. So I text Chris, and I told him because I did um, my sets. Of, I did seven and then six at 120. Nice. And I text Chris, and he's like, that's not normal. Your bench is broken. Why do you do that? Because, like, 120s are, like, pretty fucking heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, how the hell is your bench so poor? Yet but you're benching you're, 120s. You're, you're hitting with dumbbells, full range that's of motion, 120s. And it is, I mean, it would probably be a bench technique thing. Um, or a shoulder thing because I think dumbbell bench takes the pressure off my uh, delt a little bit better. Yes, it 100% will take um, it off that pec to shoulder tie-in. Yeah, well, it's my medial delt, which mm. is um, it just it's like the last lockout part. That final flare. Yep. Yeah. That final that flare, sense. and it hurts. Um. So so we're looking at getting new houses. We like the size house we're in right now. Mm-hmm. We just I want to. How many fucking, square feet is this? Uh, like twenty two hundred. Oh yeah, but it's just the two of us and my kids like every other weekend. So. Yeah, uh, but we're looking at like three or four bedroom, um, but basically this kind of this house, but with an outbuilding. Mm-hmm. I want at least like a thirty by sixty outbuilding. But now Ellen wants a bigger one because we are going to uh, open the house of cats and lats. Oh, what a have, business venture! I already have the domain name. Do you really? And, and the Instagram account. That's fucking um, awesome. So, but because she likes fostering, like as nutty as we are about gym shit, that's how she is about like foster cats. Right, right. Um, and I, was and like, I talk shit about I it, and like, I hope she doesn't think I'm oh, serious. No, um, I was like, we could have like gym cats just like lounging around on benches. Freaking and shit. okay, Jujimufu. <laughs> doesn't he have like two gym cats? I, is, I saw someone he's with got, a gym cat. Yeah, he's got like gym It's like called have, gym like, cat. People have like gym dogs and stuff, but like, right. yeah, I want, I want fucking gym cats. Uh, so it'll be like that 30 by 60 and then it'll have like another room that's like cat shit. Um, so like when we get new ones, if they need to like get acclimated and stuff first, but then we'll have cat, we'll have like, you know, the shit that people put on their walls for cats to like run around in yep. and shit. Like we'll have that all around the gym. Like it's going to be badass. It's, it's going to be, I'm not looking for it to be like a gym gym that people just come and train at or whatever. It's basically going to have enough shit for like me and her to train in, but are you just, thinking just like, a lot more Are space. you thinking like making it a not for profit? I don't know. Who knows? I, I mean, I know, we're, 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 all I know is, is we'll get it built up, and uh, the apparel sells itself for this, right? right. Like, <laughs> don't so, know because then you're then you're a for profit. So you got. Then you I gotta, am okay with making profit. Well, no, because then you say for donations only. <laughs> Required donation twenty seven dollars yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> fucking. Well, how the hell do you think churches survive? Gym memberships, hundred dollars, donation only. Donation only. Um, I mean, I think the IRS would be like, mm, no. Whatever. Um, you'd have to, like, doctor the books. Yeah, that's why I'd rather just do it for profit. Right. Because uh, then I'll just make money and they can steal it like they do normally. Right. Fucking thieves. But, no, so, I mean, it, the apparel stuff would be for profit. The uh, cat thing, I could probably just write off buying gym equipment is my thought. Well, <laughs> I was thinking. Like, I mean, I already do that, but. Well, you well, yeah, because you are a trainer, yeah. and you're a 1099, and that's a business expense. Boom. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of a thing that, that entered our brains when we were driving home from the Arnold. We were just like joking about shit, and I'm like, she's like, man, I just really like fostering the cats, and blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, we'll just have the cats live in the fucking gym. You can foster like seven at a time if you want, and we'll just call it like House of Cats and Lats, and it'll be great. Jesus Christ. She was like, Oh my God, that was so good. and I'm like, Oh my god, it is so good. Let's do this. Ooh. So I bet I could I bet I could convince Hannah to let us get more dogs then. Only downside, there is a dude with a Facebook page for his home gym called House of Cats and Lats. It's just his shitty home gym though. And he has a cat. Bastard. But 
I have the website domain. I have the Instagram. I'll have the business. Right. And he's not trying to sell anything right now, so yeah. it's whatever. Cease and assist. I'll write it to him if he starts selling shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Hell, I think fuck more people need to foster cats. Let's get the uh, yeah. get these animals out of the um, the kennels. My son, he's eight, and he's kind of like a stubborn little asshole most of the time. He, he's me. I was like, right? so he's you? Yeah, he's me. Wait, no, because isn't your oh god, you got two use? Didn't you say your daughter's pretty so has a similar personality temperament as you? As far as like how she like goes after stuff, yes. But general temperament, much more agreeable. Oh, really? Son, not so much. Um, but he is like the most, he's like how Ellen is about animals is like how he is about animals too. So he was thinking the other day, he was like petting the cat and he's like, so Ellen just like, like cats that don't have homes and they're like outside and they're like cold. Like she just like gives them a home for a little while till other people can actually get them. Right. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, that's really cool. <laughs> it was the cutest thing ever. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, oh, buddy, you're not a soulless monster. Right? So good. Hey, to get us back on lifting in the Arnold, Martins Lisi's. Badass. Dude, I'm so glad he's so healthy. I called this shit in like 2017. Oh, really? I was like, Martins Lisi or Mateus Kilskowski will be like the best motherfucker Mar- in the next few years. Yeah, Martins Lisi. And they kind of are, but Martins he, is more well-rounded he, and more static. Well, strong. and he got hurt, so he took like a he took yeah. a full fucking year off. Cuz he won 2019. Yep. And he got hurt. World's strongest man. He just won the Arnold Invitational earlier this year. Oh, really? And he won the Arnold Arnold or well, so, the Rogue Invitational. So the Arnold and and here's my thing about the Arnold Classic this year that I really really liked about watching the Arnold Strongman portion at least. In years past, think about how the competition has gone. It's been dominated by like one or two guys, or Shaw, right? Like or like those like or, or some somebody who is just dominating. It's always the same people winning all the first mm-hmm. and second place in events. That was not the case this year. There was a lot of people who Lise's won a lot new, of different is things. The new man to beat, but I, I agree. I think Lisey's is the new man to beat, you but know, he's also not going to dominate and win every event. You know who's my dark horse and has been for so long? He, Rob Kearney. Other, nah, he's all right. I like him. He's I think just he's little. I, I that's why he's I like just him. Too little to be that good. Um, he won the press. Yeah, so it's like the one event where being short and having small range of motion makes a difference. <laughs> There's like four other events in every strongman contest, yeah. though. But um, JF, uh, second to Big Z, JF Corona has always been like my favorite. Perennial, yeah. like fourth place at World's Strongest Man. Um, but then at the Shaw Classic two years ago, New Hummer Tire Deadlift Record just smashed the shit out of everybody. He's he's definitely one of the best deadlifters out there. He got yeah. overshadowed by Eddie just because Eddie was just such a fucking monster right. on deadlift. But JF Carone's been like second or third best in the world. Well, didn't wasn't it JF Carone who had that freak squat that you you like sent it to me and I was like, okay, so big things to unpack here. Wow, the speed, holy shit, holy shit, the depth. Mm-hmm. And Hannah was like, he's in a suit, and I'm like, no, he's not. Um, it didn't look like he was in a squat suit. He might have been, but I, but regardless, like these guys aren't powerlifters. Like right. like they train squats, but they're not training multiply powerlifting or anything, right? right. Um, and, and their squats look like squats, right? right? That was a good um, fucking squat. So I'm not sure if he had a squat suit on or not. I, I knew they were allowed, so right. I would assume they, I would assume they he would, would use it. But I watched it and I um, zoomed in. It didn't look like he was wearing one. But the thing that that in regardless in that competition. That 966 is what he needed to win. Right. He he gone a thousand easy. Oh yeah. Like um, he moved it so I, fast. I'm pretty sure it was a suit. Maybe it was only like a single ply or something. Maybe. Um but I mean these are guys that train strongman. They don't train single ply powerlifting. You know, I'm right. sure they're not idiots and they did, you know, their work leading up to it. But these aren't like squat suit specialists by any means. No, this no, they're not they're not guy, west side dude know. squatting 1300, 1200, mm-hmm. or whatever the hell Dave Hoff or the now, number is to beat. Now, so single ply 966 squat that moved faster than damn near any opener I've ever seen. Right. Um, what if, what if Jeff Carone decided to be a, a competitive power lifter? Right. He's already got a thousand pound deadlift without straps. Right. Like without straps. Right. Like, 
it is. It, it just shows. He's got very. He's got very long arms. Oh really? Um. So his bench would suffer a little bit, but he is like thousand six, pound squat, thousand pound pole. Who the fuck cares? Twenty five hundred pound total puts you pretty you go. goddamn high. Two thousand pound total. You only need a six hundred pound bench to get the world record, right? Like the <laughs> fuck. Um. But it, I mean, he'd probably be a five hundred. That's why I said five hundred five fifty ish. If he's got a pretty significant, if, range if he of actually, so if he just trained for powerlifting, right? But he's like six four, like three forty or so. Um, just he's he's always been one of the more statically strong dudes, but he actually moves well too. I just uh, it just sucks that he came up in an era where Thor existed and Eddie existed and right. Shaw existed. Um, I uh, I was talking to Hannah about the kettlebell throw, and she's like, "What?" And so I pulled up Brian Shaw in the Philippines throwing I, the, the there's the a big clip. metal kettlebells. Yeah, yeah so was... I pull up the video, and it's on YouTube. Luke and, Caruso competed that um, year, and he was actually my coach at the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so I pull up it, and I and I don't remember who went before Shaw. So there was a guy who like couldn't get the third one, and he's pumping through them, and he can get the, the or the heaviest one, and then Shaw comes up. And just fucking smokes them all. And she's like, what the fuck? I said, now that's 58-pound kettlebell, 30 feet in the air. 30 feet? Oh, you're you're probably thinking, oh, I could do that. Was it 30 feet? I think it was 30 feet in the air. Um, And I'm like, so, throw something 30 feet in the air. Anything. It's pretty fucking high in the air. Right. Man, I don't think it was 30. And maybe it was 15 or 20, it, but it, it was it was high. a significant... Yeah. Th- well, I mean, it was at least three times his height, so... 18. 18, 20, 20 feet. So, whatever, 20 feet in the air, still really fucking high. Yeah. Like, I... And, and grab a 50-pound kettlebell. Like, swing... Yeah, yeah, just walk around with a 50-pound kettlebell and put it in your hand and be like, all right, no way in hell I'm throwing that more than five feet mm-hmm. in the air. And then not have it land on your face. Well, it's like... He's six foot nine, so his release points higher than some of the shorter athletes, which right. definitely helps. It, it makes a difference, it, it, but and it makes sense why him and Thor were always going back and forth on who's the best at throwing shit over things, right? Because they are ten foot tall and yeah. twelve foot wingspans, and right, you know, for and the that Giants. definitely helps. But they're both very explosive too, and yeah. And so I, I showed her that, and she's like, "Jesus Christ!" I'm like, "That's why," Ke-, and she's like. I'm sorry, Preston, but powerlifting sucks to watch. Strongman is cool as shit. I'm like, yeah, it does. 100%. Every single powerlifter will agree with you. Yeah, it, Strongman's way cooler. But strongman will also beat the shit out of you way harder, too. Yes. I, I, I've retired from strongman because, like, For I... Now. So I, I had a realization at the Arnold, right? So my buddy Sean Deem was mm-hmm. there. Yeah, uh, he did Dave, pretty good. He got Ten, second? Ninth. Didn't Sean take uh, second? That was at Nationals. Oh, I thought he I thought he did pretty well at the Arnold. I think he got ninth. Oh, I don't know. He I mean, so he it's a, a three day. day competition. He made it through the first two days. Okay. Um. So he competed, and and I've competed with him for a number of years. Um, I've only lost to him once, but he's definitely better than me. He's good, point. and he is um, younger than me. I think. Yeah, he's he like no, uh, he's a touch older. He's a he like just turned thirty. Oh, did he? Or about to turn thirty. Um. And then this other guy, Davey Tinsman, who I beat at his first strongman competition, and I was like, "This kid's just gonna shit on every motherfucker in the world," and and he just black. The next time I went up against him, it just like wasn't even fucking close. Um, and he's young; he's like twenty two or some shit, right? Um, so those, are like, doesn't get those hurt. are like two of the guys that I know decently well and have competed with a fair amount, and uh, they're both. Or Davey's like, yeah, I pulled my, I, I like uh, tore like an upper ab muscle or something on like the first event, but motherfucker powered through and did the whole red, like he did like the next two days or something. Like he, he did the whole competition after screwing it up on the first event. And right. It was like a seven event comp. Um, and then Sean was like, he like tweaked something, but like kept doing it. I'm like, yeah, I think that's why I can't do strongman anymore. Cause like I, you know, five, seven years ago, you know, I threw my back out uh, doing like a farmer's hold, and I went on and did you know a, a seven stone series right. and log press. Like you just gut it out, and then you just regret it for the next six weeks. Well, yeah, I mean, but you like, you you feel like a slight tweak, and you're like, yeah, yeah, but I've I just spent sixteen weeks training. Uh-huh. I am not well, gonna bow out after and, a slight. And I was tweak. like that, and I competed so much. Probably about fifty percent of the shows, I got some kind of injury during the show and finished the show. Right. Right. And then uh, 
this last one, I tweaked my back and I'm like, eh, I'm good. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, I just don't have that, that I just feel like suffering anyways. Right. Mentality that I had now that I'm 39 and I'm like, yeah, I strong man's cool. I really like log press. I'll do some can't sandbag shit, but like, yeah, I'm not competing in that anymore. You know who I think would be really good if she trained for it just cause she can Your suffer girlfriend? better. Yeah. So I was talking to her about a couple of the elements because she is interested remotely. And she's decently tall, too. It's not like she's short. Yeah. So she would succeed relatively well, like, if she trained for Strongman. Now, she's going to listen to this whenever we publish it. Oh, Come home would, and tell me to fuck off. She would be amazing but at Strongman. Watching Strongman and watching the women compete. She's got the grit. She has the... Uh, I have never in my 20 years of living on... 27 years of living on this earth... And in my five years of training with a variety of different fucking mutant freak crazy people, I've never interacted with a woman who has like her, fuck you, get out of my way, I'm going to do attitude. You know, when I trained with Jessica Fithin, um, you know, Jessica had a similar mentality, but I, I just don't think Jessica was as, you know, lack of better phrase, Intense. unhinged yeah. as Hannah can get. Hannah's much more intense. For and, sure. and like, I mean, Jesus Christ, when she was, in, like, when we like were in Ohio, when we were in, yeah, good Lord. Um, when we were in Colorado, she damn near passed out cause she refused to, uh, to, to, to slow down. And I'm like, the Han- fuck? Hannah will grind the hard shit. She well, her best. One and of that, my that favorite deadlifts of hers. Huge piece of strong man is grinding the hard. One shit. of her best deadlifts. Of all time, or maybe it is her PR deadlift took twelve seconds. Fuck! Can you imagine pulling on a bar for twelve seconds? Like, <laughs> did, you, did you ever see that video of uh, Dave Castro PRing his or trying to PR his deadlift? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it is. It's, a, it's like that level of time. Yeah, she. Well, and, <laughs> and the thing is, is like when you pull and it's something hard, and it's like, oh my god, that felt like it took forever, and it was like a second or two. 12 seconds. Just don't let go. Just keep pulling. And I'm like... That's crazy. I, I have never met someone who can do that. I'm pretty sure my three deadlift attempts only take 12 seconds altogether. Right. Like yeah, my warm-ups. Less. <laughs> so, like, and, and you know, maybe that's weird to me, but I think that is a very attractive quality of hers. It is probably one of my favorite qualities of hers. Um, or yeah, one you of the, that before, just like her ability to work. Yeah, it is, and 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 that is a, in my opinion, if you're looking for a successful relationship, a person who is willing to work that hard on a sport or a fucking hobby is a person you want to be in a relationship with, because if that person is willing to work that hard for a hobby, imagine how hard that person will work. In a relationship. Ellen Ellen takes a lot of naps, and I feel like that's the key to a relationship well, Ellen, as well. Well, Ellen, Ellen has her BCBA, um, so I'm working on that license. Um, it is 2,000 hours of supervision and getting paid, like, not great. That's crazy. Before you can get that license. That's a grind. Like, I thought it was 150 hours, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> That's why you're suck. like, I don't want to do supervisor hours anymore. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's why I'm like, I don't know if I want them anymore, because it's 2,000 hours, which means it is at least a year and a half. Yeah. At mm-hmm. least. That's if you're doing the max, like, 150 hours a month. So if you do more than that, or if you do less than that, like, uh-oh. Because right. 150 hours in a month would be... Like 45 hours a week, 48 hours a week. Most people only work 40. So that's 120 hours a month right. that you're doing. That's a lot of time and effort. So that's a grind. Ellen, Ellen can grind hard, just a different way. Right. But um, anything else cool that you saw at the Arnold? Um, kind of got a little off topic. but No, you're good. I'm trying to think. Oh, my God. Don't even have to be you impressive. Be, it's you just might be, be funny. You might be too young for these, but do you remember Moon Shoes? Dude, I saw that. I, I showed it to Hannah. I said, Hannah, they brought back Moon Shoes. And she's like, oh, my fucking God, I would do that. I would do group fitness and Moon Shoes, man. Dude, that's what they that, they were doing it. I saw that, and they I said, that is, it. holy shit, fitness has come full circle, and I have no idea why that died. Mm-hmm. Did you, I mean, you're older than me, because the Moon Shoes came out in the ni- early 90s, yeah. late 80s, yeah. so that was before me. 
Why yeah, the hell did those ever go away? They're back because they fit, because Actually, they originally marketed them to kids. Now they're marketing I, them to adults with disposable income as a way to not be a fat piece of shit. Here's the funny and that's thing: how you sell. Stuff. I literally bought fucking moon shoes for a couple of kids, nice. a couple of my clients, because they need some light. We were joking, and I said, "Do they even make them?" I looked it up. Yeah, they can range <laughs> from like twenty bucks at Walmart to like one hundred and fifty dollars. Damn. They're crazy. I'm like, I want moon shoes. <laughs> Who doesn't? Right? Everyone likes jumping on I trampolines. Said, Hannah, what if you they, could jump on a trampoline I'm like, anywhere? Hannah, Dan, I posted them. They're doing a workout in moon shoes. She's like, moon shoes? Like, oh, yeah, the ones it, with the I? springs on it? And I said, yeah. She's like, that looks fun as fuck. <laughs> like, I wanted to be a part of it. I'm going to work my deficit deadlifts in a pair of moon shoes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Video it. And if I don't survive, post that shit. <laughs> That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah, but like that looks so cool. Anything out? Any like Did you get any cool samples? Normally they're giving out samples like so it's candy all, out all there. All the samples that they give out are like consumable right then. So it's like a little shot glass cup full of like whatever liquid and you drink. Oh, like, no, so there no, was, there was no package. No packaged samples Interesting. I'm yeah, surprised so they, they did they went the pre-made last, versus packaged with the, COVID and whatever the hell that is. So for, I feel like when I went in 2017, there was a lot of packaged samples. Mm -hmm. When I went there, too. Yeah, that's how it was. Ever since then, ever since 2017, it's been mostly like you have to drink it here. It's like a cut-up protein bar that you're eating right here. It's... Um, that's disappointing. Yeah. Well, and I'm, it's got to be cheaper because they're not doing like smaller packages. Of right. It's probably costing the company less. Um, they just open up a protein bar and cut it into like 30 pieces, you know? Right. I know. So, because you could, could you buy stuff, though? From like yeah. vendors and yeah. stuff, because uh, Lane Norton was there. Yeah, he was there. I saw him, and I, I, and I was like, I would buy. I would have bought his pre workout there, just purely because I want to try it. <laughs> Be- because, There's- because I, I mean, and I, you know, I over and over again, pre workout's not a necessity, but. He is a very smart man, and he's not going to just put out a just piece of shit Just ask him, product. he'll tell you. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, he is right. I love, what, <laughs> not, I, I love when he shits wrong. on people. I'm just saying he'll let you know that he has a doctorate. Yeah. Just, just hey, talk about literally anything else, and he'll let you know he has I a am just saying, you know, as, I, as I'm uh, working towards that degree as right. well, or it's a goal of mine, hey, I will tell everyone and their mother that I am a doctor. So I love because I love. So when he grad school's his, hard. When he gets in his like internet arguments and stuff, like I I am like in it because he 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 backs up his stuff. Like he set like he is research. Like he's right. Right. Like I would he say ninety nine percent right. of the time he's right. Um, but I hate it when people are like, "Well, where'd you get your PhD? I got mine from blah blah blah." It, Argue the facts and present evidence. I don't give a fuck where you went to school. Because you know what? I can Google medical studies myself, and I don't have a degree in nutrition or or anything. But I can have access to the same research you have access to. So if I'm quoting research you have access to, don't be like, oh, you're quoting a research study. Well, I have a PhD. Well, then quote a study. Yeah, give something. me give me a like, study that disagrees. Like, and he usually does, but I right. just I just hate when he opens like that. And I feel like he only, where is his PhD? He from? only he only I don't know. He only opens like that when people are being snide and stupid. So like right. I get it. So he's giving a snide and stupid response, but it just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> like my the the universe the, the the program I'm looking at is in North Texas. Like oh my god, PhD. I don't know. I really don't know. Right. Like in my opinion. Just because, so like Purdue has one of the best sports psychology programs in the country. It's like top three or whatever. Right. I don't fucking care where it ranks because, and people don't get what grad school is because people are like, oh, the graduation rate. No, 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 no. When you get into a graduate program, you are already going to graduate. You don't, most people don't just like not graduate from graduate programs. Like they're super fucking competitive because those people finish. Like, and do you know how you select your graduate program if they have an area of study? You have to then look at the professor who does research there and say, does that does that professor's research align with what, with I what you want to study? So yeah. there, that is, there are two programs in the entire country that do what I want to do, which is and counseling and works with athletes. That is the University of West Virginia and the University of North Texas. I have looked for months. 
to find a program that aligns with what I want here in the States. Now, there are ones in Australia and the UK that are great, but I don't want to go to either socialist fucking country, right. especially when I hear people from the UK are like, I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, well, and people in Australia, <laughs> in Australia are, are saying that, but you can't hear because you can't hear them say it because they're in the concentration camp or whatever. Right, whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. But no, so like people don't understand what graduate school is. Yeah. Like, you are going to graduate. And so like just because you're like, oh, I got my, my, my PhD in dietitian with like studying this from right. Harvard. It's because Harvard's the only place that has that fucking degree. Right. Like, that's not a thing. Like, and so, and, and what also sucks about, like, that type of education, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Like, it is so frustrating. Right. Like, the people who get those degrees also either, ha- they have a leg up a lot of times because they know people who have it. Now, right. you know, I'm going to exhaust every resource I have, but. That's not what we're here for. We're here to learn about the Arnold Classic. So the, the other thing that was funny that, that Ellen noticed is uh, as we're walking around the Arnold, and it's not crazy like crowded, so, you, so you, can, you can kind of like see everybody, right? Right. Um, so like we're walking by, I'm like, oh, that's Lane Norton, blah, 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 blah. Uh, she's like, oh, cool. And I was like, yeah, he's really smart. He has a PhD. <laughs> um, he's good. I was like, he, he seems a little, little like... I had little quips about everybody. I, I apparently have strong opinions about everybody. Right. Well, and, I mean, uh, I do too. And, and, and I was like, yeah, I agree with most of his stuff. He's kind of a douche canoe, though. Like, well, that's like Mark Bell. <laughs> right. right. Like, and So we're walking around, and, and it, there was like three or four times where like, I, I was like, oh, that's so-and-so. Let's go over here. I don't want to talk to them. Like, like <laughs> yeah, you but, talk to one person, but then there, there or was one set of people. Well, and, and there were guys too. I was like, oh, there's there's Eddie Cohen. He's like the best power right. ever. I've met him like a million times. I right. don't want to bug him. Like, uh, but but Eddie's cool. I've met him a number of times. We've we've talked before. Um, and and but then I'd go through. I'd be pointing people out to her, and I'd be like my personal opinion on this person. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's Corey Gregory. Man, I like everything he does, but I have to hate him because according to my friend, he fucked him out of like a half million dollars. Right. And so I'm like, <laughs> I like to like him, but I can't. I just wish he was dead. You know, like right. <laughs> See, and that's why I wanted to. to that's why she's I wanted like, to go to like, the army. Wow. She's like, wow, you have backstories on people. I'm like, I've been in this industry for a long fucking time. <laughs> right. I mean, and you know. You know, a million times more, which is why I wanted right. to go and go with you and be like, so do some of that. The stuff, only person but, that know? I didn't see where I was like, God, I wish I saw him is Travis uh, Mash, my homie, man, my, right. my old coach. Um, but that's because he was. I don't oh, think he was even there, was he, he? He was there. He had a lot of he had lifters there. Oh, um, that makes sense. But he was in that that state fairground side okay. with the weightlifters for most of the time. Uh, or, or at least the times that I was there. Mm-hmm. So like, but he didn't have anyone in the morning sessions. So I didn't see him when I was over there. And then I went to um, the expo and then we bounced. So I, I know I would have run into him if right. I bounced around a little more. Um, but just didn't well, something that's interesting him. is my coach didn't go. Well, he's all the way in fucking Seattle. But still, like you know, I was that would if he had gone and I didn't go, I would have felt like I fucking yeah. missed out. But because he didn't go, I didn't feel like I missed out as much because, like, I don't know that fanfare is not or the fanboyness of me is not what it was when I went there the first time. I'm like, I, I was gonna Stan say Stan Efforting, the f- fucking Mark Bell, Ed. Co- I'm so afraid to go talk to them. The first, I'm couple, so afraid to talk to dude, them. The first couple years, I I did the get a picture with everybody. I yeah. want to get a picture with thing, and then after that, like. I knew some of these guys. We right. corresponded online a bit. I've, I've been on phone calls with a number of these guys. Not like they would know me from like a million other people, but like we've actually communicated right. in, in things. Um, so like it's just a little less. It's the celebrity mis- mystery isn't there right. anymore for a lot of them. So I just kind of go and enjoy. And then if I see people, I know that's cool. And, and it's I, I've been in it long enough and been around enough people and have enough connections that some of the people I know are actually, you know, some of those people. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Arnold's fun. Uh, the only people I was like, I got to get a picture with was Matt, the mass <laughs> the massonomics guys. Did you, did you tell them we steal their shit? <clears throat> no, no, they'll probably actually, no, I'm just kidding. actually. So, um, I, I was actually, do you see my posts about them going back and forth between me and Tommy? Yeah. Uh, well, so <laughs> I, so I was funny. so, I, I didn't even think about it. Um, did you get some of their shit? 
Yeah, I got a couple shirts when I was there. Okay, because I um, I didn't even think about it, but like I was like, dude, I need a new hat. I, I was I know you're wearing one of them right now, but I was like, dude, I wish you would, I wish I had thought of it at the uh, time. The you were already like, back. Yeah. I wanted a hat. I wanted one of their hats because Hannah's like, you need a new hat or whatever. Yeah, they're and they're their hats super, are cool. They're super cool. They're super funny. I they're they're just a good time. It's like. Uh, if uh, you ever see middle class fancy that Instagram account, yes. It, so Tanner, one of the owners, is like if that account was a person, like that's <laughs> him. Um, and, and the other guy's cool too. But it's it's funny because I knew they were both like six three, mm-hmm. but it's like you don't really realize it until you're there. And you saw the picture with me, and then right. like they're both considerably taller than me, and one of them looked more jacked than me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I'm not small, and and I'm pretty right. jacked. Well, and and that's why I like want to go because like it's perspective. But for me, it's I'm reminded why these people have bigger totals than me. This person's right. five foot nothing. Right. This person is six inches shorter than me. Their range of motion is so freaking small. Right. Like, and then I'm like, you're okay where you're at. Um, that's disappointing. Um, there are some people that I like went to school with in college who are pretty well. You know, Derek Lunsford, a, a pro mm-hmm. who won the Olympia, uh, wasn't there. And I always talk to him. So, like, when I, I saw it, when he was first starting to get big, when he first got his pro card, and he was, like, he had just become an animal sponsor athlete. It was my first year at the Arnold. I'd never been to the Arnold. I don't right. know what rules and procedures are for, like, interacting with people. I just walk right up to him like he's my friend. I'm like, because he's my You're friend. Like, I actually know him. Like, I lived together with him. He knocked on my neighbor's door or knocked on my, my apartment door and told my roommates, hey, Preston's outside, passed out, drunk outside your door. <laughs> like, like he's a great person. So I was, you know, I didn't miss out seeing him. Yeah. Um. You know, so there are some of those people who I've had previous interactions with. Um. Chris Bell is someone I I missed him and I never got to talk to him at when was I was slingshot there. This yeah, they were there this okay. year, or at least I think they were. But like, I'm uh, trying to think. I don't, I don't they remember. Were. I don't but, remember. But but like he is booth. he's not like a hugely famous person, but he was a highly influential person. Oh, okay. My, the, the documentary. The documentary, yeah. and he's sober. Right. Um, you know, and he's a big carnivore guy. I'm not like all about that, but like talking to him about sobriety is something that is right. way cooler to me than lifting sometimes. You know, so like there are certain people that I wanted to interact with on a personal level because I had actually messaged, like, I messaged Chris Bell when I owned Complete Nutrition, and he and I had correspondence for, like, oh, a couple weeks talking about different things. So, like, I've interacted with some of these people. And like you said, like, you've had other interactions with them. It demystifies them a little bit. But you still are excited to see them. Yeah, because, you know, they fucking live in the wrong wrong state. Right. (laughs) It was in California. right. (laughs) Um, That and New York are the only wrong states. And Jersey. Jersey, yeah, that's just like or like I would have loved New to have York's seen what's his down. name from uh from uh, Apollo Fitness, uh Ian Smith is that what his name is? Uh, you know what I'm talking about with the, the oh, gym in Jersey, the the gym I think it's there. Ian yeah, Smith yeah. or Ian, something. Yeah, it's Ian Smith at um I don't know why I can't. I don't know. He's shadow banned. You'll never find him. Yeah, on Instagram, he's but legit. Yeah, there are just different things that I would love to have saw and I missed out on, but. There's always next year, first of all. Second of all, like, they're so, just humans, man. So here's my recommendation, and we'll, we'll close out with this. Here's my recommendation on the Arnold. If you want to visit the vendors at the expo, get work off and go Friday. Sunday's right. lighter, too, but Sunday some of the vendors pack up early yes. and leave, too. Um, like if you sold all your shit, you don't want to like stay there any longer. I promise you're fucking over it by then if you're a right. vendor. So if you can do Friday and you can do Friday, like as soon as the doors open, dude, do it. You'll get through the whole place. It opens at 10. You'll be done by noon with that shit. And then you can kind of figure mm-hmm. out and schedule what things you actually want to brave the crowds of Saturday to go watch. Right. Um, but, or if there's people you want to meet and greet and they're at booths certain times, SPD actually had, you can just walk up and meet people like, like they had previously. They kind of mm-hmm. had like a two tier booth where the meaty people were like on the top tier. So you had to get in line and go up the stairs and stuff. So it was a little more organized. Um, but yeah, so, so you can kind of figure that stuff out. But if you're just wanting to like visit the vendors, buy some shit, get right. some good deals, highly recommend going in. Well, Bell, well um, your buddy Andrew had a booth there. Oh, I saw those guys. Yeah, Bells of Steel was there. Yeah. Yep, Andrew was there. Darwin was there. I totally forgot about it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Those, those are the, like, I would have just been like, hey, 
Why the hell didn't we carpool? That would have been like the interaction right. I would have had right. with Darwin. Hey, Darwin, you took my squad away. Why didn't you give me a ride? Kind of Did, deal. He wasn't back spot. No, he he, he, was, he was confused. Yeah, he was the head judge. But he, like, but like, I would have been like the shit. I would have talked with him. <laughs> be like, hey, I missed the seven hundred pound pull. I told you I was gonna get in weigh ins. I got it three months later though. See, right, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, you know, and yeah, those, but, Steel had a pretty sweet booth. Yeah, they were giving fucking bomb ass deals too. Mm. They were giving twenty percent off. I think with well, their shit, coat. you get that with a pickup. They were giving that pickup. was. Delivery included. Shit. Yes. You know, I need, you know, a, I I need thought, a functional trainer. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was great. I'm, I'm bummed I missed it, but there will be in the next year. And then, you know what? You know, it's coming up in the fall. We should try to do this, you and I. Go to Vegas and go to the Olympia. <sighs> That's bodybuilding. Or or the Europa Fitness Expo in Texas. Mm, is that What city is that around <sighs> usually? Is that Houston or is that Austin or is that Dallas or is Dallas. that... Dallas. Dallas. Guess okay. where Preston's look. Guess where the University of North Texas is. Is it in Dallas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a buddy that lives just outside Houston. Yeah, I think it's in Dallas. I could be wrong. Or no, it might be in Tampa. I mean That's in Florida. Well, I think I can't remember if it's in <laughs> Texas or Florida. Okay. I was like, that's the wrong state, dude. No, I, I can't remember if it's in Texas or Florida. I think it I don't know. There's always cool like powerlifting shit lifting stuff in, in Texas Florida. and Florida. Yeah. All the time. Sweet. But well, that's all we got. Definitely appreciate everybody listening to episode Follow. 27.3. Don't forget no, this to is 27.4. 27.4, sorry. Episode 31. Don't forget to check out episode 30. Which is political, episode 27.3. Political meatheads. Dan and I dive deep into society and conspiracy theories. Yeah, I like conspiracy theories. Me that too. Was, that was a good one. That was that, a great one. That was more conspiracy theory than political bullshit. Right. I mean, we threw everybody under the bus. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Follow Don't. me at strongman underscore Dan and Preston at PSAC16. Check out our gym, Fearless Fitness, Barbell, whatever. Boot camp and Barbell.